Welcome to You Influence Podcast, where you will hear everything you need to learn how to be a man or woman of influence for the better in your personal and professional life, in business, at work, and in your social life. Becoming a person of positive influence has an invaluable effect in ways we cannot imagine, but can only be felt in personal fulfillment. Welcome back, influencers, to another episode of You Influence Podcast. Today is your Mavi Said Monday episode, and uh, we have today, what I'm going to do today is basically, I'm going to address some of the questions uh, that I purposefully asked to be asked for this episode, but also got a couple of questions that I've gotten uh, from some of the followers on Instagram and Facebook in regards to what's going on right now with the business landscape during the the COVID-19 crisis, the pandemic, the pandemic, whatever you want to call it, it is not an easy time. And uh, my hat's off to everyone that is trying to stay focused. And I say the word trying very, very cautiously because it is an effort. With everything that's going on right now, uh, we're losing people. Some of hopefully, the, you know, you listen to this right now, and I really, really, really wish for you guys not to be affected by this illness. So your loved ones, your family, your friends are gonna get by just fine without any health complications. And uh, you know, so you guys are out there. Uh, most businesses are closed. We understand that part, and uh, a lot of self-employed individuals are kind of working from home even some businesses that have maybe 5 10 15 30 employees uh they were asked to work from home they cannot operate as a traditional business brick and mortar so a lot of um people are working from home right now so here's the thing i'm going to go through some questions and just basically get down to business and answer them based on what I understand, but also based on what I know and what I'm practicing and also what my clients are practicing today, those clients that are operational, okay? So some of those questions are duplicate, so I'll just do my best to go through them. So the first question, uh, this is the most frequent one I get, and this is coming from everywhere, not just you know US followers, but people from different countries I had somebody ask this from, um, I think he was from Sri Lanka, uh, then from UK, same question. What would you do if you can no longer make money with what you were doing before? Very good question. And I think out of all the questions I'm going to go through today, this is probably the most important one because even if you you weren't a beginner, even if you practiced your profession you know, for the last, I would say, five to 15 years, right? Even before the last economic uh, recession. Uh, And all of a sudden, your profession is no longer valid or valuable in a marketplace because of the changes, whatever your industry is or was. Um, What I would do, what me personally, what I would do is I would just basically look at the industries that are number one, recession proof, because it's very important. Uh, to understand your, the economics of money-making activity. Too often people get caught up in what's hot, what's trendy, um, you know, what the influencers are saying, 
what's good during the up economy. So you have to, th- there is place for that. I'm not saying completely dis- discounted. There is place for that. But if you want to build a long-term sustainable income and possibly even a generational meaning like let's say you're in your 40s and 50s right now and it may be difficult for you to readjust to a new career but you're looking at this money-making opportunity whatever it is as something that you want to pass along to your kids as well to your family when you are either retired or when you're longer here so when you're looking at that in my opinion you have to consider things that are recession proof Right, things that are necessities, things that people still will end up uh, paying for and continue to uh, pay for um, all the time. So one of those things are finances, right? Whether it's accounting, doing financial planning, uh, uh, things like that. Insurance, right? Um, people will still need to have insurance for their homes. They will still need to have insurance uh, for their cars. They will still... N- it will always be a great idea to carry life insurance or, you know, maybe possibly looking into the life insurance industry as well. Um, and some will say, well, listen, the traditional agencies, the brick and mortar agencies are being done with, you know, more and more is becoming independent online. Absolutely. So now if that's the direction you want to go in, your job is to get in front of those eyeballs that will be looking for that service. You can still do this online. You can still do this from home, virtually from anywhere in the world, right? As long as you're licensed and bonded in the country that you're operating in. Um, what else would I do? I would look at the uh, technology sector. I would look at sales and marketing. Sales is a skill that will never, ever, ever, ever go away. Okay, it's probably the oldest profession in the world, right? <laughs> Regardless of what anybody else thinks or says, um, sales is the oldest profession in the world. Uh, what is sales? At the end of the day, sales is your ability to crystallize someone else's thinking. It is not convincing them against their will. It is a matter of influencing them to make a decision in your favor, as long as you're not taking advantage of it. Yeah, of course, there's slimy sales, all that stuff. I'm talking about using that skill set for the better good, okay? Um, So master sales, master marketing, master human behavior, because when it comes to marketing, uh, we went from traditional advertising to print advertising to digital. What's going to happen in the next 5, 10, 15 years? Clearly, it's going to be AI-driven, but human behavior will still remain human behavior and when you understand what do people respond to best that gives you an advantage to do your marketing okay so those are the, some of the things that i would venture into and if you don't like any of those things by all means you have to do your research you know this is not a cookie cutter approach because you have to look at your personality. You have to be very, very self-aware. If you are a very analytical, detailed type of personality, perhaps a technology um, sector or coding would be good for you. You know, you go into coding, you pick up a couple uh, great skills. Um, there, there are lessons and um, courses you could buy online for very, very cheap to learn coding. Like we're talking about 100, 200 bucks and you will become the master of coding. There are a lot of platforms that offer this. Um, Also, 
let's say people do this all the time. Like, oh, I'm an introvert. I wish I could master sales. I wish I could master communication and marketing, but I'm an introvert. Well, guess what? That excuse is not helping you. That excuse is actually crippling you. And if you know anything about me, if you've read anything about my background, my history, and what I went to formal uh, school for, and what I actually worked as before I ventured into sales, you'll know that I'm walking and living proof that you don't need to be an extrovert to become good at influencing others to buy from you, okay? I am an introvert, always was. Did I become more extroverted? Absolutely. But that's outside of my comfort zone. Your excuses today have gotten you to where you are right now. So don't use an introvert extrovert. There are a lot of introverts in the marketplace today in sales that are doing very, very well. Okay? And here is one of the ways they did it. A lot of introverts are very also detailed-oriented individuals. So what they mastered the game in is to provide enough value for the marketplace so they become the hunted instead of going out there and hunting all the time. Maybe instead of door knocking, they decided to take the approach of phone calls so they don't have to uh, see the person face-to-face. If it's not the phone call, they master the game of online marketing. At the end of the day, it's still sales. What are you offering to the prospect in order for them to make a decision to buy from you? You got to figure out a way, but don't use the excuse of being an introvert. Sales, marketing, technology, uh, digital, you know, all those things. So that's the answer number question number one. Second one is, um, how should I get clients now as a freelancer? Now, a freelancer could mean different things. Like, are you a photographer? Are you a creative individual? Are you a copywriter? Are you a video editor? What type of freelancer are you? And my best approach today would be reaching out to people via social media. The best way. I mean, you could pay for services. You could scrape for emails. That works. You know, but again, if you are not that great with email copy, right? If you're not good at influencing others to make decisions via text, a long-form email, just reach out to them on social media. And I can do a whole different training on this. Forget a podcast lesson. This is like a full-blown training on how to properly set up your social media profiles in order to start reaching out to people for business. And with, but I'm not going to do that now, obviously. But here's the thing before you start reaching out to people on social media and asking them for business or just making connections, make sure your profile, your platforms are all cleaned up. Okay. Now, people often ask, like, Raf, why do you post, you know, business stuff on your social media? You post uh, jokes, different types of memes, sometimes even political stuff, and then you have, your family stuff. Well, guess what? I am being transparent and I'm doing it on purpose. This is not by accident. I have clients that follow me on social media. I have family members that follow me on social media. I have a rabbi, maybe two or three of them that follow me on social media. I have my parents that are connected with me on social media. 
I have my older daughter that follows me on social media, right? So how do you cater to all of them? I'm not trying to cater to all of them. I am posting stuff that, that is relevant to my identity. Whoever can relate, those are the people that I continue to have in my life, right? But it's about transparency. So the clients that are doing business with me and all of a sudden they decide to follow me on social media, they get to see Rafael Mavi as an individual, not just as a consultant or a trainer or a marketing individual or culture development specialist, right? They see me as an individual who happens to possess those skills that are beneficial to their business. It's not about me being a business persona and hiding my private life away from everybody. Okay, if you think like that, you're gonna have a very, very, very hard time moving forward with your business. You're gonna have a very time hard time scaling your business. That that is a promise. And the reason why I know this is because I have done it like that before. Why? Because I was hesitant to let other people into my social media world. And when I became transparent, that's when things started to change. Okay, so how would you do this as a freelancer again? I would reach out to people directly and first make a connection. And before you reach out to them, learn about them. Don't ask people where they're from if it says so in their profile. Like I'm sure you've had that stuff uh, happen to you before. It definitely happens to me a lot. Okay, these strangers. I mean, what's a stranger, right? It's a friend that we haven't met yet, but for that particular moment, it's still a stranger. And when they ask, hey, where are you from? What do you do? And guess what? All that stuff is in my profile. All they have to do is just click a link to find out about me. If there is no link on your page or on, on their page when you're looking at, at their profile, Google them. Do the research before you approach anybody. I hated when people solicit me for business without knowing anything about me. Guess what? I disregard them. Most of the time I disregard. That shows me their unprofessionalism. Okay, they're amateurs. And I don't want to give my business to amateurs. I want to deal with a pro or at least someone who comes off as a pro. Okay, act the part. And here's a little trick I'm going to share with you. If you're new in this game, and you don't know how to, quote-unquote, act the part, pretend you just recruited into a Hollywood blockbuster movie that is guaranteed to do $300 million plus on the opening weekend. And you got the part. Would you be excited? Of course. You'd be probably nervous too, but you'd be excited. You probably wouldn't turn it down either. And they gave you a script, and you got to pretend to be someone you're not. Would you do it? Of course you would. Same thing here. Act the part of a professional. Do your homework. Do your due diligence. You don't need to be a professional to act like a professional. And when you act a certain way of a persona that you aspire to be, eventually you will be like them. So if you want to become a professional, either model someone or if you have nobody uh, to get mentorship from, act the part. I'm not taking. I'm not talking about fake it till you make it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about acting the part. And that's very important for you guys to understand. Do your due diligence and approach people on social media 
direct message them linkedin is a phenomenal platform all depends what type of freelancer you're you are okay but again my favorite today is the approach through social media oh by the way for the freelancers i hope you have your website or your funnel right single page bio or whatever the case is set up before you approach anybody if you don't have that done get it done asap so two things you need to have on there. Number one, your information. Number actually three things. First one is all your information, your bio. Second one, you need to have a way to collect their information. Exchange some sort of information that will be of value to them, to your visitor, in exchange for their contact. Email name, possibly phone number, depends all you know what you're offering. But email name is a must. And the third thing you should have is social proof, either logos of other clients, businesses that you work with, or reviews and testimonials, or both. You need to have social proof, all right, because that, those things will indirectly validate your profession, your approach, because Many times, especially today, when you approach somebody, a new prospect, what do they do? They go online and they look you up. And what do you want them to find? You want them to find validation as far as who you are. Well, what if you don't have any? Then get some and put them on your site. I'm not talking about like fake it or, you know, create fake one, fake reviews and stuff like that. I'm talking about get new clients possibly even at a very reduced rate, like at cost, sometimes, sometimes, I've done this myself when I was starting out, offer your service for free in exchange for feedback, in exchange for a review, okay? And tell them, just, again, be transparent. Say, listen, I'm offering the service. I am brand new doing this on my own. I, maybe I've done it, you know, maybe you've done it with other people, with another company. Now you're doing this on your own. And just be transparent. Listen, I'm doing this on my own. I just started, and I'm I'm offering you you know such and such service in exchange for your feedback. Okay, it won't cost you a dollar. I just want your feedback and your review. Sounds good? Great. Go get it done. Make it quick and put up their review and your, their feedback, video testimonial, whatever you're asking for on your site. Make sure you have all that. All right. Next question. Uh, best marketing strategy to get new clients okay okay best marketing strategy to get new clients during the quarantine great question since most of us are homebound how do we get new clients this actually goes back to the second question uh, direct message you know again depends what business you're in uh, whether you're a graphic designer whether you are a contractor, a consultant, a coach, a personal trainer. Uh, it depends on your industry. It depends who you're targeting. So you need to figure out, a few episodes ago, I actually did a, a podcast on different types of digital platforms. I don't remember exactly what number of the episode it was, but it's there. If you scroll down, you'll see it, you know, where business owners need to understand how to utilize social media. And in that episode, I go through the numbers and I go through the audience that sits on those platforms. So it all depends who you're targeting. Uh, LinkedIn is a phenomenal platform to contact prospects. Uh, Facebook is excellent. 
and then I would say Instagram is would be my third. But again, depends who your audience is. So two things as a business owner you need to realize when it comes to marketing. You need to know exactly who your client is. And the second question is, where are they? Where are they hanging out? What, what is the age criteria? Where is the demographic? Where is the geographic location? You know, and, uh, and the third question, if that's important to you, and that is to find out who are they currently doing business with? Who are they buying from? Who are they turning uh, to get that service done? So in that case, you need to study your competition. Find out who your competition is and study them. All right, so that's how you get the clients during the quarantine. All social media, all direct messaging. Um, have a website, have a funnel, whatever the heck it is that you need to have, but you need to have something to validate whatever it is that you're offering. Uh, next question. I'm the last question because the other ones are very similar to what I already covered. Do we really, oh, I love this question. Do we really need a website these days or especially with my business? I happen to know who wrote this question, so I'm going to address that industry as well. Uh, do we really need a website? The question is a resounding yes, but your website is sort of the silent partner that never bought in to your business. Your website is your silent partner. Your website is your sales professional. What is the responsibility of the sales professional? Is to present appropriately and collect information. If your website is not currently doing that, that is your priority. Your website should have enough information. It should have enough social proof, right, of other clients that you serviced. And you should be able to collect information from your website, from your visitor. Give them something in exchange for their contact information. And I'm not talking about, this is what most businesses do, like uh, contact us here or submit your information or fill out the form uh, to request an appointment. No, <laughs> that is not an exchange. I'm talking about you need to offer them something of value that they will find valuable at that particular moment in exchange for their name and email. It could be a video tutorial. It could be a downloadable document. It could be whatever. I'll give you a great example. Okay, This also gives me the opportunity to send you to um, something that I have to offer you as a business owner that I know, I don't think, I know you will benefit greatly from. So if you go to uidigitalmarketing.com, on the home page, you will see a video that welcomes you. And it's, it's a site. It's not just a funnel, right? It's a full, it's a website. It is built on ClickFunnels. So I just recently started, you know, dabbling into ClickFunnels and I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of, um, not a lot of, it's all plug and play. So it allows me to do whatever the heck I want with any of those sites. But also... It gives me so many different video tutorials and educational material that I can take that information and apply it anywhere I want, not just with ClickFunnels. So it's like it's a huge university, a digital university right, built into the ClickFunnels that teaches you a lot of stuff on marketing. It's, it's amazing how to drive traffic, where to get traffic, 
you know how to present your offers how to package your offers uh, downsell upsells you know how to craft proper uh, sales letter all that stuff is in there so i love it um so this ui digital marketing is built on our click funnel so if you go to the home page you see a welcome video and then as you scroll down you'll see the logos of other clients of some of the clients that i've worked with in the last probably six seven eight months less than a year because okay, so i put the most recent ones in there uh, the last two clients I haven't had a chance to put on that site yet, so that's going to be going up there soon. Anyway, right below the social proof, you have the opportunity to download a digital marketing checklist, right? So that was initially designed for local business owners. As we finished it up, you know, my team checked through it and sent it back to me. And I'm reading through it. I'm like, this will be beneficial to self-employed entrepreneurs as well as long as they're an official business and offering some sort of a service in a marketplace and they need to have their social media profiles they need to have uh the google uh, listing google my business listing right so all those things so it's a full comprehensive checklist with resources right with whatever it is that you need and it's a downloadable you know pdf so when somebody lands on that website for the first time, they have the opportunity to download that checklist in exchange for their name and email. As that process occurs, they go into my email newsletter sequence, right? Now I can communicate with them as often, as frequently as I want. In exchange, they got a full downloadable PDF. They don't need to do business with me, right? Nothing. They got something of value, something they didn't have before, and I know exactly who downloaded, meaning I have their name and email. So that's something you need to have on your website. Again, to answer your question, that's kind of a long way of answering your question, but you need to have something, an uh, exchange for value and contact on your site. Now, I'm going to shamelessly promote ClickFunnels right now, and I am an affiliate. If you want to play around with it, you don't need to go buy it or anything like that. They give you a free trial. Um, you can go to thedigitalinfluence.com, okay, thedigitalinfluence.com, and that is my affiliate link. You can get the ClickFunnels for the first 14 days, free trial, you know, kick the tires, go through the video training, play around with it. It's very, very comprehensive, very, very easy and simple to use, very, you cannot screw it up. Trust me on this. Like, I'm not technical at all. Uh, I have other people that are doing this for me, right, that I pay to, but the platform belongs to me. I know conceptually what I want it to look like, so the technicality, if I need to, I can outsource it. But as of right now, I was able to build out three funnels on my own, just playing around with it, very, very simple. Anything more detailed and comprehensive, you can always outsource it. You could message me and, you know, we'll help you out but otherwise everything you can do on your own so you do need a website you do need a funnel for your business now the industry the person is in who asked me this is actually in the training and beauty industry so this would be ideal for you because you need to have some sort of an exchange for their contact going on because you're looking like whether you are an esthetician a cosmetologist um, anything beauty related especially if you're training and there's more money in training than actually performing a service you need to be generating leads how do you generate leads offer them something of value something that will 
have a realistic market value on the the label, right? So let's say if it's a, a $300 product, so to speak, or $300 value, something they would pay for otherwise if they wouldn't be on your site. You give it away to them for free in exchange for their name and email. It could be a tutorial. It could be a training piece. It could be an informational document that they could download. It could be a checklist, right? It could be whatever it is that you want as long as they find value. Who is they? Your prospect. You don't know who they are yet, okay? Yes, you do need a website, and their website should not just be... This is the problem with most businesses. They have a website, and they think it's doing a job, and that's it. Oh, it's information, just in case somebody goes there, and then what? Like you want the website to convert. You want that website to bring it's it's your silent salesperson that's working 24-7, doesn't ask for a day off, doesn't ask, doesn't get sick, you know, doesn't take long lunch breaks. It is your best sales recruiter. Put it to work. Make it work for you by delivering enough value to a prospect. Okay? So please understand that. Make sure it's not just a website. It is a professional sales recruiter that will work for you 24-7 without asking for a day off and will always deliver value to your prospect in exchange for their contact information. All right, guys. um, Thanks so much for tuning back in. I am looking forward to the next episode. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Direct message me on Instagram. It's Rafael Mavi, R-A-P-H-A-L-M-A-V-I. Uh, connect with me on Facebook if you haven't so if you haven't done so already. Subscribe to, to this podcast. Share it out with a friend. Take a screenshot. Tag me in it. Um, post it wherever you are on social. And um, if you haven't left a review and a comment, please do so on iTunes or wherever you're listening to it. And again, once again, I appreciate you all. Remember, it is time right now to be influential, not to be influenced by the media and uh, the scarcity mentality. This too shall pass. And we're all being prepped right now for the next phase, for the new economy. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast already, Please show us your support by subscribing and leaving a positive review to help us advance on the chart. You can always connect with me on social media by searching for Rafael Mavi at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. If you have any questions or just want to drop a line, the fastest way to get a hold of me is through my Instagram. Until next time.